Hello. Hi, we're back. Yes. Yeah. So we're we're all, we're all good. We're all good. Okay. Cool. So uh, I was mainly ask you like how how awesome was San Francisco Pride? Oh my God, San Francisco Pride was so amazing. Like the crowd was super insane, super sweet. Um, just like it was, it just felt right, especially with everything going on. It was just really good energy, all love, good vibes. I saw that huge crowd and I said, man, does he get nervous? Like I'm getting nervous with just you as one person on the other side of the fucking world. <laughs> and I'm sitting here thinking the balls this man's had or the nerve. Like, do you get jitters whenever you're up there? Uh, you know, right before you're going to go on, you know, you as a performer, you always get like, you know, like adrenaline nerves and stuff. Um, and then as soon as you like hit the stage, it's like all gone. For yeah. me, it's, it's like... It's like bliss. I just lose all track of time and nothing else matters, but just like living, prancing, dancing. And it's like such a good time. <laughs> do you do you walk off the stage and just go, shit, what just happened? I don't remember anything. Uh, a little bit after, yeah, there's like this shock of like, oh my God, that was so fast. And then you kind of start replaying like, what did you do? What, you know, like, where did you go? Like, like what happened? Like, was it good? Was it bad? Did you mess up here? Like, what could have been better? Like, as an artist, you always kind of like, uh, I know I have that pep talk with myself. Um, and then like the dancers and I were just like high-fiving each other, really excited that we killed it. Um, and then uh, a few hours later, you're like, oh my God, we just did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw you do the um, the push-ups. How many push-ups do you do before you're... Because um... I, I follow you on Instagram and I'm just, I just want to say your Instagram is amazing. Like everything you put out there, I'm just like, 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 double tap, like, 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 like. <laughs> It's like your Instagram is good. Some people don't have good Instagrams, but like yours is good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I like to uh, take uh, uh, the time to do, um, you know, what I do uh, and give it good energy. Um, as far as the push-ups, uh, I do like just a few push-ups just to kind of like warm up a little bit. Like, I don't know, maybe like 50 to 100, depending on like how soon I have to get on stage. Quick little warm up. Is it because you do a lot of flexing in your in your like routines? Uh, I don't do a lot of flexing in, flexings in my routines, but <laughs> <laughs> I do give a little pose here and there uh, for the boys. Uh, and uh, I guess it's all part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I will say, because you do a lot of it in Queen Daddy, which is like one of the newest um, videos that you've done, right? Yes. Queen Daddy was very that, um, you know, I wanted to play around with you know, the idea of being masculine and feminine, I think it's all just like a state of mind. And I think you can also be masculine while being feminine. And I wanted to play all that up in that video. Yeah, you're looking like really fucking good in that video. I was like, shit. Thank you. Yeah, because I know you had you had in the interviews, you were like, yeah, she working out, she working out. I'm like, okay, yeah, I could see it. But when that video came out, I was like, damn, she working out. <laughs> I was like, shit. Cause I, yeah, because I always like it, it reminds me of like I because I go th I've been going and like researching your videos and stuff where you were talking about someone said, oh, my God, when did this happen? All the, like what you're like, there's talking about how you're like because you're taking more clothes off on your you're like the, this latest music. Yeah. And so yeah. like you're so cute and you're and you're like, uh, I've always been cute. You just never seen it. <laughs> well, you know what? The, the thing with that is 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 that that's the that's the case for a lot of, of gay culture. There's so many cute people out there, you know, physically, mentally, inside and out. But 
because we're not walking around naked, a lot of people don't give you the time of day. And I, 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 I want you know people to really understand that, that just because someone isn't walking around half naked doesn't mean they're not hot. You know, doesn't mean that they're not an attractive person doesn't mean that they don't have anything to offer. And if and if I can be, you know, the guinea pig and make people think, well, you know, A.B. had his clothes on for such a long time and now all of a sudden he's taking it off. Well, maybe that has always been there. We just never been paying attention. And so maybe just take that into your daily life. And the next time you see a hot guy at a club, just because, you know, you don't know what's underneath his shirt, like you, you might be surprised, you know, give him that time of day. Um, and and that's what I want people to take away from 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 that, you know. Yeah. So like layman's terms is what you're trying to say is don't be so thirsty. Damn. Don't be so thirsty, <laughs> girl. The thirst is real. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I just want to say though, like I've 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 known about you, um, like uh, like about a year now, right? Uh, after like I think it was a year when Chacha came out. Yes. Okay, uh, I'm not sure exactly the timeline, but like I, I saw you, but I never really paid attention that much until I read this article. And the more I researched you, the more I just thought, wow, this person just gets fucking life. I'm just like, I need to chat with him just to like get a taste of how his brain works because you just get it. Like you get life in just in every aspect. You just get it. You're like so evolved mentally. And now it's just like mad respect for you and those terms, you know? Oh, thank you. That's very sweet. Yeah. Very so, sweet. yeah. So, like, let's get the boring stuff out of the way. Where you're like, you're from LA, yes, right? Yes. You went to dance school. Well, actually, no, I went to fashion school. That's what I meant. You're right. Fashion yeah. school, design yeah. school, and then uh, I got hired with my internship, and then I was working as a designer, uh, assistant, associate, uh, creative. Brooks, right. Uh, yeah, Brooks College in Long Beach, um, and uh, it's no longer there, but I had a lot of the same teachers from FITM and, and Otis and stuff like that, mm -hmm. um, and, then, uh, and then I actually started taking single dance classes. Like, I would take dance classes on the weekends by, on my own, and then um, I kind of submerged myself into the dance world, and I was taking dance classes, like, twice a day, every night after work. Eventually, I had to quit my desk job as a designer and just kind of train and take dance classes, you know, Monday through Friday, all day long. Why did um, you take single dance classes? Like, with, well, what, what, Meaning it wasn't like a curriculum, like a university mm -hmm. where you go and you study like a dance. It was more like uh, you go to a dance studio and you just pay $10 for a class. Uh, so it was very that I would have loved to, to, to go to, to, you know, like a university and study dance, uh, like have that whole curriculum and stuff. Uh, but I don't regret, uh, learning how to dance the way I did, uh, cause it was on my own terms. I created my own curriculum. I took the classes that I wanted to take, uh, some ballet, jazz, um, jazz funk, a lot of hip hop. Um, I always excelled on more of like the rough, uh, like street dance um, classes as opposed to like ballet. Uh, ballet was just a little rigid for me. And like, I just always wanted to reinvent things and kind of rebel against like traditional like rules. So ballet and I didn't get along. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always wanted to learn ballet and it's tough. Like I got a DVD, try to teach myself and I was like, yeah. Fuck, this is hard. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's good for dance training and it helps with turns and, and etiquette and everything like that. Um, and, and I had a good time in it, but after, you know, so long, you're just like, okay, I got my training. I'm not gonna prance around in the, 
the Nutcracker, you know, on Broadway. So like, what am I going to do with this training? And then I just used it for what I needed to do in my other classes. So I'm so glad you took a dance class because whenever I see your videos, like watching you dance just makes me smile. And I'm like secret, like in my room, snapping my fingers like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun and I love to dance. So I think that 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 comes out. Yeah, I like keep doing it because like I like well, I want to ask you like how many times have you had to like teach the cha cha dance already like since it's coming out? Uh, well, okay, so I mean I've had to perform it like so many times. <laughs> uh, and um, I work. Do with you have a, nightmares about it? I don't have nightmares about it actually. I love it. I love it. Um, my dancers, I work with a lot of dancers um, and I'll teach it to them or I'll send them the instructional video and then they'll just kind of like have it. And then we rehearse it a few times before we go on stage or if we're touring together, like we just rehearse in our hotel room. It never gets old, believe it or not. You know, there's like remixes, the RuPaul remix that came out and then there's a Ru remix of the remix. So like we, we choreograph you know, I, I choreograph new uh, dances around it, depending on where we're performing. So it kind of keeps it fresh and fun. That's so awesome. I just I just saw that video, the the Rue remix, I think it's the one that yes, you just kind of posted. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. looking at it, I was like, holy shit, could you imagine a world with like 100 ABs just all at once? Oh my <laughs> God, I can't take, I can't That would be so much <laughs> sass. I couldn't handle that much sass because you're a sassy boy, like you're sassy. I, I'm, she's very opinionated. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it politely, right? <laughs> you know. Were you were you always like this opinionated? Like from like from like a young when you were young to now, have you always been that opinionated? Yeah, looking back, being a kid, um, I always had a strong point of view. Like if I wanted, like if I had something to say, like I had to say it and I had to get it off my chest. Um, and, uh, through the years, you know, I've gotten better at getting my point across. So yeah, I've kind of always been, um, very passionate that way. Uh, like, I feel like I, whenever I was younger, I was the opposite of that. I was just very quiet and now I'm more like opinionated and I have no idea how that happened. I guess yeah. I found my inner AB Soto <laughs> around, okay. around the time. Well yeah I, I mean i was quiet and introverted i was kind of a loner in grade school um but i was always thinking and i would always journal and write and then you know the friends i had i would like express like how i felt and even my mom and my dad and my brother like i would talk to them and be like this is how i feel about this or blah 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 uh, but i was still very quiet um i guess the confidence came you know growing up and experiencing you know a lot of different things uh and so that's all that i like how you emphasize things like things. what are these things elaborate so. <laughs> <laughs> or is it one thing <laughs> that you're things. Uh, <laughs> you know just life in general just just growing up you know um uh gay in a you know latin home growing up in east l.a losing my dad when i was 16 kind of like finding my way and grow having to grow up really young um and you know kind of become an adult overnight um and just kind of you know just being battle tested and and having all these things happen to you that are kind of like that make you stronger um and um just finding your way really early on you know are the things, are the things. <laughs> uh whenever you say you lost your dad at 16 whenever that whenever someone hits whenever something that close hits you how did that affect you mentally like did it make you feel more driven 
well, y yes, yes. Um, I mean, it, it kind of put a fire under my butt because I was like, okay, so, you know, my parents were divorced um, and I was like, okay, there's, this is it. Like, you know, there's not going to be, you know, you're not going to have a dad to teach you how to drive a car, to get your license, to, to walk you into college your first day. Like, you have to, like, survive. You have to go. Here it is. No one's going to save you, right? So the tough skin that you develop around that uh, really, you know, is is, is kind of uh, priceless uh, and hard at the same time. And then also, you know, it that, like you're never really prepared for that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of, it's kind of, it, 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 it just battle tests you, you know, for what's to come. I, I remember you saying whenever you're getting interviewed by someone how like, like life in LA is like tough. Uh, mm -hmm. And like, was your mom a single parent when she was raising uh, you? Yeah, my mom, uh, my parents got divorced really young and, and we were with my mom and then uh, she was a single parent. <clears throat> and then we decided to go and live with my father uh, for some time. And then he was a single parent. So we kind of experienced, you know, both sides. Um, and so uh, it, it, it was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what's it, how's it like AB like back then hustling to make money and kind of get the food on the table and, and help his mom and parents out? Like what kind of things were jobs were you doing at the time? Well, uh, you know, I was still living at home. And so like, I remember when I turned 16, uh, I remember working at like my dad's uh, uh one of his, he had an attorney friend, and so I was like filing stuff at his his company, and it was like my first job, and I was like so excited, you know. And then, uh, like, uh, I got jobs at like McDonald's and stuff like that, you know, in like high school, and you're working the drive-through. Uh, and then I I went straight into college right after that, um, and so you know I got hired with my internship and. Uh, started working as, 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 as a designer at that time. How many times did you fantasize that lawyer friend throwing you up on that desk, bending you over <laughs> it, and just like taking control? How many times? Don't I'll, lie. I wish he wasn't. <laughs> he, he was not cute. He was not. <laughs> no, he was not like that. I don't mean nothing. Amy, don't judge him just because he's not naked and doesn't have booty Ooh, shorts. Right? Okay. No, he, he was, he was, he was older, much older, like just not my type, not my teeth. Uh, okay. What is your teeth? You know, I go for confidence. I'm really turned on by confidence. And, and I mean, I, I guess I do have like a type, you know, but I do find myself attracted to all different races, ages, you know, body types, you know, feminine, masculine. As long as you're like, you own like who you are and you're just like confident, like that kind of just, that really just kind of turns me on, you know, mm -hmm. that or... Um, I have a thing for daddies, older daddies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> you know, I mean, just to, just to put that out there. <laughs> What's is there a song dedicated to that? What's the title of it? Queen Daddy. Okay, I haven't <laughs> gone through all of them because I'm trying to sit here through all go through all your music, and yeah. I haven't like. It's hard to pay attention because some of the beats are so good. I'm just like fuck, fuck the lyrics. I'm just gonna like twerk. Give me a second. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I will say when I was listening to uh, See Me, that has to be probably one of my favorites uh, that you've made so far, just on like the music itself and the video, like the video is just so fucking amazing. I just want to like m mad props to that for, for, you, for you making that video. 
Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that, that song is real special for me because it was really like, I wanted to be vulnerable um, and kind of, you know, I play around with costumes and fashion and, you know, my videos and stuff, but I wanted someone to kind of really, you know, just let them into like what I'm really like, you know, when, when like behind the scenes, when everything's all said and done, you know, and uh, I think we captured that on See Me. Yeah, I yeah, like, I, I was about to say like, the your fashion is so intriguing that that catches my eye a lot of time it's like what damn what the fuck is he wearing like what is he gonna do you know that little bit where you have those like um i'm not sure what they're called but they're kind of like stockings that go up to your thighs and then you have that black shirt with the white collar and the, and the underwear yes 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 i love that look so much i'm gonna rock that soon i don't even know when but i'm gonna rock it soon i was like yeah that's a good one <laughs> and so it. yeah so like i was been, i wanted to ask you like when's your fashion line coming out you know, we've been, I mean, there's been a lot of like talks about that. I mean, it's just like, I have to pick and choose my battles these days because there's so many things that I want to accomplish and so many things, you know, that I, I like have my hands on. But at the end of the day, there's only so much I can do with so much time. I would love to have a fashion line. Um, it would have to be right though. Um, so not anytime soon, but it's, it's the, the, we're putting that out there still. So who knows? We'll see. We'll see. So he so he needs a queen daddy to help him get some time off. Is what you're saying? Oh, uh, boys uh, out there. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the funding, the funding. We will need the funding as well. But I think more maybe just like the right team or the right collaboration with the right person, like the right people. You know, because I I don't know that I, I I could do it all on my own. Like it takes a village, and to to be able to pull that off right, um, I would need to devote a lot of time and a lot of hands to it. You know. Yeah, I love that you used Kickstarter for, it was the first album, right, that you used Kickstarter for? Or was it A.B. Soto album? It was the Mr. Soto, the technically my third album, yeah. Okay, yeah, and I was like, oh, shit, like, and you got all the, like, how did, how was that process for you whenever you just, like, decided to first use Kickstarter? Was it nerve-wracking? It was. Uh, I That was my second time using it. I'd used it the year prior for my second world tour, the Huntress World Tour, which I decided to just kind of go and tour uh, on my own. Uh, and it was at first, you know, it was it was a lot of work for one, and it was nerve wracking because you're you're you know you you're you're a public persona and you have this this image, but at the same time you're kind of wondering, are people really going to give me their money? You know, it's like it's like you know the economy is tough, and like to get people to give you money, I mean, you know, it's a lot of work. Uh, <laughs> The work that I put into it was like, oh my God, so insane. Like I didn't sleep for like 20 days. Uh, and then my laptop got stolen like halfway through it. So like somebody had to like give me a laptop. It was like so many things. But uh, I, was, I successfully did that. So then when it came time to record my third album, <clears throat> I wanted to get a lot of people involved in the process of making the album and just kind of create a buzz. Um, and I also needed to fund the album because I wanted it to be top notch. <clears throat> so I decided to go with Kickstarter and it was a little bit easier that time, but it was still a lot of work. Like the thing with Kickstarters and GoFundMe's, there are, they are a lot of work. Like people don't understand. You have to do a lot of work. You don't just sit there and all the money comes to you. Like you have to diligently pick up the phone and call every single person and say, hey, just wanted to remind you. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a lot of work, you know? It's, it's really a lot of work. But it was, I was able to connect with the fans and, 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 and connect with the fans in a way that 
you normally don't get a chance to, you know? Yeah, I like that you responded like on your it's actually you on your Instagram. Like, do you have a lot of fans that reach out to you and, and like just want to tell you their story or just thank you for things? Because for me and I know another one of my friends, like you're very you're an inspiring person. Like you inspire me and some of my other friends to do our things and just to push forward, you know? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Thank you. Um, yeah, I do get a lot of messages online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, and I do manage all of my, my social medias myself. Um, and so I do try to respond to, you know, as many people as I can. Um, and it's really nice to, to hear, you know, from, from people and, and see how they've been inspired and, you know, um, ultimately at the end of the day, I just want to inspire people to, you know, be the best that they can be. And, um, if I can do that with a fierce outfit and a cute song, like, Hey, that's, that's. <laughs> That's badass, you know? <laughs> Have you had any, like, touching stories from the fans or anything that just kind of, like, pulled your heartstrings? You know, yeah, I have a lot of people that, you know, are not really, that can't come out, but listen to my music and, and feel like, you know, eventually they'll be able to, like, live out loud and, 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 and be authentic and tell their families or feel accepted. Um, and then there's boys that are just, you know, hey, I've been, you know, struggling with my feminine side and you make me feel like it's okay and um i i really enjoy hearing those stories like it's 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 really awesome to see how you can inspire someone by just doing what you love you know like i'm not just out here doing what i love and you know others get inspired by that like that's that's amazing that is amazing i saw this picture on on facebook and it was this little this little boy and he's like came out when he was four i was like holy shit Okay. And I know you said you came out whenever you were 16. Did you always realize that you were gay whenever you came out? Like, Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember like in grade school, like I remember like my, my, my second period teacher, like I remember finding him attractive and I was just like, oh my God, like, why am I into this teacher? Like, and I would just kind of like be in class and I would just, you know, have these like fantasies. And I was just like, I would get nervous and I was like, oh my God, what is this, you know? And then like that just kept happening where I would see like people on TV and I was like, oh my God, I have a crush on him or like, and then I was just like, okay, what is this, you know? And then, so I just kind of started exploring it and like through MTV, I found other people that were like me and little by little, I was like, wait a minute, like, it's okay, you know? Like there's other people like me and I'm just gonna find my way and get myself to like the place where I need to be around other like-minded people, right? So when I came out at 16, I was like ready. I was like ready to go. Like You, back you, you weren't scared or nothing? No, I mean, I was, cause I always just acted the way I acted. It wasn't like all of a sudden I was just like, you know, something changed. So my family was just kind of like, I mean, I told my mom the day my dad passed away and it was just because, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't be by myself and my mom and my brother had their partners there and I was by myself, but I needed my boyfriend to be there for me. So I kind of pulled my mom aside and I was like, Hey, look, I want you to know that my boyfriend's coming over and like, I need him here for me. And it was just very matter of fact, you know? And so my mom cried, but that made us closer. And that was like the toughest day I had, you know, my, losing my dad and coming out like in the same night. And I was just like, after this, like, I can do anything. Like, you know, I was just, I was just like, this is the hardest part for me, you know? And 
it, 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 that was like me being battle tested. And after that, like everything was just kind of cake, you know? Well, yeah, you're like conquering the world now. Like, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that, that, that was my experience coming out. Did you ask your mom why she cry? Um, I mean, <clears throat> I didn't ask her, but like, I did say, Hey, you know, I hope this doesn't change our relationship and, 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 and how, you know, we interact. And she says, no, you know, if anything, I just love you even more and it's going to make us closer. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, I was, I think I was just in such shock when my dad passed away that I didn't really deal with it for like a couple years after that. Cause like instantly I like went to college, <clears throat> you know, first of all, I had to graduate, finish graduating high school, you know? Uh, and I really had to apply myself so that I can get into college. I finished college. That was a two-year program. I was busy working. Then I got hired with my internship. So then when, when, when I transitioned into becoming a dancer, I had a little bit more free time. And that's when it all kind of hit me. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Like, now I can mourn the loss of my dad. And I started processing it and dealing with it. And then I got a little sad. And then it was kind of tough for me. But... You know, the, the, those years, I think, were really important and they kind of made me, um, you know, battle tested me for 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 who I am today. Whenever you're were writing a Sabado uh, Gigante with your mom, did you guys revisit that day whenever you're kind of trying to sit down and write the lyrics and stuff? We didn't revisit my dad's death, but we did. She did tell me stories of, of her and my and my dad and how they used to dance to certain songs or how you know she's like we had just come to the states and like this song is really popular on the radio and like oh my god i remember like you know these dresses and i used to be so young and i would wear these fashions and i would wear <laughs> platforms and she was just kind of like giving me this like lowdown right and so it was really cool to connect with her um in that way and then uh fast forward to when the song was finished she heard it for the first time and she was like wait a minute, she was like, that's that song you were writing in the kitchen that one day you came over for Christmas. And I was like, yeah. And she she kind of, that was the first time for her like to see the process of me making music, you know, because she knows I do music and she sees my videos. She's been to a couple of shows, but to really see what it's like, you know, pen, paper and like record something, um, I, I, I saw her light up and get really happy um, to kind of just see it all before her eyes, you know? That's so crazy. You're gonna make me want to cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, a typical process for a song. How long does that usually take you? You know, sometimes it takes weeks, months. Sometimes it takes a few days. Um, just depending on. Sometimes I'll get an idea for a lyric or like a melody, and that'll usually kind of take like months to marinate. And I'll just kind of listen and listen and listen. And then when it's time to go into the studio, I'm like, okay, now I have to write the verse. And so sometimes that happens in a day. Um, so it all just kind of depends, you know. Um, I have a lot of, I'm always writing and I'm always listening to my thoughts and my ideas and I write them down. Um, and I think that's like the number one thing with being creative. Once you have an idea, trust yourself to write it down so that when it's time to get into the studio or when it's time to record, film something, you go into your, your book and you, you have all your ideas and you're like, here it is, you know? Because very rarely do you say, today at 1 p.m., I'm going to be creative. You know, that's, <laughs> like that's not how it happens. So, You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like you kind of just have to like creativity, the process of creativity for me, it's just ongoing. It never stops. It's Monday through Friday, Monday through Monday, nine to nine. Like it's just always going and you always have to catch it, you know? So, um, how many notebooks do you have just spread out through your house? Oh, you have no idea. You I'm going to no send idea. you a couple. I'm just going to like, here you go. <laughs> Here's another notebook. Yeah, I do a lot of notes, lots of notes. So many ideas just like plastered everywhere. Which one was, which, um, which song was the hardest from like beginning to end to like make when it's like writing, producing, and then making the video for? Um, um, hmm. Hmm. They're, so you're, they're all easy. You're like, I don't have one. <laughs> well, I mean, some of them take a little bit longer. Um, and I think it's just like, you know, whether it's like I'm recording vocals in a different studio or a different state, or I had to press pause because I had to go like do a tour. Um, I think Cha-Cha Bitch came the easiest. Literally, I was on the treadmill and that melody just came to me. Um, and then I Could wrote Could you imagine that if you would have forgot that melody and exactly. never made that song? That's the thing. That's why you have to catch them because think about it. Like, what if I didn't like remember that melody, you know? So, um, that the, the, the song came pretty quickly, but the video was a little bit more intricate. Um, and even though we shot that in a day, you know, I had a fitting, we had a lot of costume changes. It was like what, 10 costume changes. And we were changing in and out of backdrops because there was like the, the different backdrops. So I had to change into each costume three times for three backdrops times 10 costumes. Uh, and then we, we shot underneath the Brooklyn Bridge on, in a separate, uh, a separate day. So um, that kind of took, took, was time consuming. It still wasn't that long, uh, but um, I think the longest video was the fashion film. We shot that in five days and I played six different characters and, um, that was a fun shoot. That was a really long fun shoot. You'd be taking some risks too. Like that is whenever you put your, your head inside the box with the paint. I'm like, oh, he about to die. Cause that's all behind the scenes. I got so worried for you. I was like, Amy, no, don't do it. I know, right? I, um, you know, that actually was real paint and we diluted it with water. And uh, my roommate at the time in Brooklyn, uh, who was a director, he and I were roommates. We were thinking of this idea. Uh, Wait, you're talking about Jonathan, right? Yeah, Jonathan. Can I tell you why I why did I give vibes that you was in love with this man? Me and him? Yeah. Interesting. Maybe because we were like we were really good close friends. Because whenever there's a part in the video and I'm just like, is he getting defensive right now about why they asked it? If something about like they asked about him and like who wouldn't like Jonathan? I was like, ooh, he getting all defensive. Why is he getting all defensive? Wait, where did I say that in the behind um, the scenes? Yeah, there was a behind the scenes and there's someone uh -oh. asked about something. I was like, oh, he fucking him or something. <laughs> I said, cause he jumped on that real quick too oh, soon. Really? Like it wasn't like, well, you know, he's a cool guy and whatever. And I was like, who wouldn't like him? Like all defensive and shit. I was like, ooh. Yeah, you know, maybe I was a little defensive only because he's such a sweetheart and he's such a good guy and extremely talented. And uh, he's like my good friend, you know? And so um, I, I like to protect my people, you know? Um, but that, that paint actually got into my eyes and I was a little worried. Oh. 
but you know, it came off right away and it's non-toxic. It's children's paint. We like Googled it and purchased it like in advance. But what's funny, and I wish we should have, we would have captured that me walking from, cause we, we shot that in Brooklyn across from his apartment, like two blocks away in this little park. When, after they pour, they pour the blue paint on me, like, some of the, the dancers stay there to film like some other scenes, but I had to walk <laughs> two blocks covered in blue paint, looking like a Smurf <laughs> by myself. And it was just like this funny moment. And I'm just like, like, just picture it in the middle of Brooklyn, broad daylight, this Smurf, squishy, 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 just walking across the street into my apartment two blocks away. Like, that was just a moment, and I'm so upset we didn't film that. But, you should have. I would have been like, this oh bitch God. is kinky. What the kind of shit is he getting into? Right. Like, <laughs> she? Who is she? It was very like Kill Bill uh, uh, Volume 2, where <laughs> comes out of the grave, and she goes across the street and asks for a cup of water at the diner. <laughs> it, <laughs> it was very that. Um, but yeah, that was a fun video. <laughs> so I, I, I noticed that you, you film a lot of the things in cities. Like, Do you like kind of get uh, like permits or anything for all these or do you just kind of go out and shoot and people just look at you funny exactly we just go out and we shoot we do it guerrilla style <laughs> she ain't got no permits girl <laughs> it's like it's funny because i think a lot of people think that i have like this huge like conglomerate like corporate like team behind me girl no we just do that we film we edit we just like get in get out we just handle it <laughs> <laughs> Can you just give a shout out to your team right now? Because the amount of work you guys probably put into all that your your like artistry is just amazing. Like, just give a shout out to them. Like, thank them and stuff. Because it's like legit. Like, that's like not like, yeah, it's like you're doing everything yourself, but it's like you think about things and you try to make it to the best quality, and you can kind of see that in the videos that you're putting on YouTube and stuff. You know. Yeah, they're all, you know, huge, like, projects, uh, you know, labors of love, and we're just, like, everyone's just happy to do what they love, and everyone's on board, good vibes, good energy. I've met so many, like, talented queens throughout, you know, my, my career, and every director, dancer, editor, photographer, assistant, stylist, you know, uh, promoter of, of all these clubs, you know, like, just thank you so much for, for helping a queen out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, like, cause you, uh, you, you call yourself a queen and now you don't, you don't mean it like literally like you're a drag queen or anything, but, uh, uh, cause I, I, I find it kind of interesting that you don't like wearing makeup. Well, you know, it's, 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 I have, okay. So I have two phobias in life. So I'm, I, I don't like gum and I don't know. <gasps> Why? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's Why? like, it's, it's the smell, like the this, I don't know. It's just like this thing of mine. And then makeup, like the smell of it. And like, it's gotten better through the years. Like it's fine. And like every now and again, you know, like if I'm filming something, you know, and they need to like powder me, like that's fine. But I like 95% of the time, I just tell the makeup artist like, no, can I not wear makeup? Like, can I just go natural? <laughs> and they're like, that's fine. Yeah, cause you don't really need it. You know, if, if I didn't sleep the night before, I get a little circle under my eyes. So then they'll kind of like pat that down. But I like to just kind of keep it real, you know? And I think that's just like, you know, growing up a little butch, a little rough around the edges, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it's not that I don't dislike it. Like it, it's, it's, it's off-putting. It's just, I'm very big on smells. 
Um, and I, I, I like everything kind of natural, like, like more like gritty and natural. Can I, I just know. say that like I totally pictured you flipping your hair whenever you said the makeup artist says you don't even need it. You're like, mm, mm, flipping <laughs> that hair. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, thank you. <laughs> so d do you like the natural smell of a man? Like if he has a little BO? Like uh, I, I don't like BO, but I do like natural smells. Like, like, like day, like, 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 you know, like, like the way you smell after a long day, after the gym, you know, um, in the morning, you know, just like, you know, strong, just like a natural smell, like the, that, that kind of vibe. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have a thing for colognes, like the right cologne on the right man, you know, and the, like the amount of sprays because, <laughs> you know, it's like one or two sprays. Like, I don't know. I have a very sensitive nose. Um, and so, yeah, <laughs> there was the, there was this uh, article. Uh, uh, I forget, like a probably in a Cosmo or something. Something stupid, where it was. Uh, they were interviewing these celebrities or these guys, and like, what kind of cologne do you wear? And there was this one, and he said, "I don't wear cologne." And and there was someone like so sexy about that that I was like, "Shit, that's hot!" So I stopped wearing it, and I was like, "Wow, I didn't realize that I actually don't like cologne either." And so yeah. I and so I just like like just just a regular smell. And mind you, there are some guys where you're just like, "Oh shit, that smells good," right? You know, and you just got you turn and like, "Who's that?" Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of adds this like you know this this extra like level of like sexiness. You know? Yeah. So. What kind of cologne do you wear? You know, I wear three things <gasps> together. Uh, do you mix? <laughs> no, no, I don't mix. But um, have you ever tried mixing? No. You should try it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, uh, like, so first off, I, I, I try not to wear cologne, just very natural. But if I'm feeling, you know, like I'm going out tonight or whatever, there's three things I wear. And I usually go for, like, like, like strong, like, woodsy smells. I have this thing by Demeter called Dirt. I've been wearing it for, like, the last 15 years. And it literally smells like wet dirt. It's like one of these little, like, pick-me-up sprays. It's so good. Uh, and I, then I want to write this down. I want to write this down. Give me okay. Who, who is it? Demeter. Demeter. Yes. D e m e t e r. Dirt. Yes. And then uh, the second one is a Cone de Garcon fragrance that uh, it's like one through six like um, bottles, and I think it's bottle number three. It's called J Salmier. J a i. S A L M E R, like it's a, it's one of those bottles that you get at like, like uh the Mocha store, like or like at Barney's New York. It's very like, it's very boutique. Um, but I was traveling and like they took it. it, it I, I don't remember if it broke or they took it when I was in Europe because it was like too big. Um, and then lately I've been wearing um, it's John Varvato's Rebel. Rebel somebody, <laughs> rebel something. Um, yeah, so that's those are the three that I'm sticking to these days. Okay, okay. So whenever you're like going through the airport or just kind of going into the um, kind of gay scene, is it hard to kind of get through with all those with people like noticing you yet? Are you like super famous now? Um, if I'm in a cowboy hat, it's it's hard to get through a crowd. But if 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 I'm if I'm like just regular day, everyday clothes. Uh, it's a little bit easier, um, and so, you know, I do get stopped, and they're like, you look like that cha-cha bitch guy, or are you that cha-cha bitch guy, you know? Um, and like, so, what you call me? 
What you call me? Well, you don't know me like that, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it just kind of depends. Have you ever gotten in a fight? Uh, like, like in grade school, like, 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 like anytime. Yeah, like in grade school, like when people are like bully you or something like that. I think maybe like somebody pushed me and I pushed them back. I don't know. Uh, okay, that's about it. <laughs> so whenever oh, I just lost the train of thought, you just like totally see. I'm trying to keep my shit together right now. But you're I doing get, good. You're doing you good. You think so? Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Okay. <laughs> and I have like a little note just in case I forget, but I, I just can't yeah. even pay attention. But you know what I was going to ask you huh. is when I was like researching you, uh, I noticed I really enjoyed Banshee TV. Whatever happened to Banshee TV? Oh, yeah. Banshee TV was like the first online viral thing that I did uh, after Banshee Power and Butch Beat. Um, I like Butch B, by the way. I was like, ooh, that's a good one. Butch B was cute, right? Yeah. You know, somebody asked me, like, it was like, I was inspired by that Major Lazer song that eventually Beyonce did the, um, she sampled it for um, that song, Who Run the World? Girls, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, I remember I was just like, that was just so long ago. That's the one and she got sued from where she took, a, like, the first part from an, a lady like literally just ripped her song off? That was another song. That was another song, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think she actually paid for this one and got the right one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a first, right? Oh, right, okay. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, my, the, those first two songs are so awesome. Um, Banji TV, you know, I like that That was fun at that moment. And, you know, we've moved on to, to other things and, and other, other topics. She's um you know, we're just, you know, I like to, I like to inspire change, you know, and I think Banji at that time kind of needed to, to kind of come out into the forefront and, you know, Banji at that time, you know, was still underground and, you know, the, 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 a lot of people still didn't know about that movie and like the whole new generation didn't know about Paris is Burning. And I also too felt like Banji, you know, didn't, need to specifically be for a specific race or a specific type of character you know within the gay community we've evolved so much so why can't the term banji evolve why can't the term masculinity or femininity or daddy evolve like you know there's all these these roles within our community that you know at some point have to get a makeover and um you know once i felt that we had done our job with with banji we moved on to 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 other things, and so uh, that was a fun time, very fun time. So I was, uh, uh, I was like, it's summertime, so it gets really hot here in Texas. So I was going to the <laughs> the beach, and I looked down. I go, oh shit! I have five white hairs on my chest. I'm a fucking daddy now. I was like, oh really? Uh, yes. Wait, I was like, yes. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna be the next Anderson Cooper. Watch out, CNN. I love it. <laughs> Get into it. So um, whenever I was listening to some of your music, uh, I was just like, oh my God, like, I feel like, do, is there, I feel like there's like, you have, you talk a lot of shit, right? Like, do you, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, let me rephrase that. You talk a lot of shit, right? Okay. And, she, and <laughs> she, 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 she inspires dialogue. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, see how I feel yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why did you have to, like, why were you so passionate about putting all that in your music? Like, why did you feel like all this needed to be said? What was going on around in LA that you're like, fuck, I have to get this in paper and on music and in the world? You know, I mean, I feel like, you know, working in Hollywood as a dancer and, 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 and an actor, you know, I felt like the roles needed, you know, 
the roles were so archaic and everything needed a makeover, you know, from the way we're portrayed in the media, you know, the way, you know, gays, being gay is portrayed in the media, the way being Latino is portrayed in the media. Like, I just felt like I had to just kind of create that my own role, my own, my own work, my own music, my own videos, my own roles, you know? And so it was just, just from the lack of not seeing myself represented in the media that I felt like, you know what, enough. Enough is enough is enough. And I'm going to put this out there. And if people listen, fine. And if they don't, whatever. But this just kind of has to, like, I just kind of had to give birth to these ideas and these lyrics. Um, and I think that's what keeps me going. You know, I get these, these ideas. I feel really strong about a, a, a topic. And I have to give birth to it in order to sleep at night. Because if I don't, it just kind of weighs down on me and it bothers me. And so I... It, it it becomes this like giving birth to all these like babies and and then that makes me sleep better at night believe it or not like it's just it's just ha I have to it's like a, I'm a vessel and I just kind of have to let it out and get it out and then once it's out there like I don't read the comments I don't want to know what you think about it talk amongst yourself if that pissed you off if you feel offended if you don't like that if that inspires you or that whatever then like let that exist and 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 the world takes it from there you know um but i just have to give birth to these thoughts and ideas how many babies have you given birth to already it's so like... many girls because so <laughs> <laughs> like three albums right and you have about how many songs on each album okay so there's three albums i don't know let's say there's like 10 11 on each one and then not to mention there's remixes, there's like 20 music videos, um, you know, there's been numerous costume changes, uh, <laughs> a lot. How many more, like how many have we not heard of? How many are you kind of storing for later or just we're not good? Uh, you know, I put everything out. Um, if, if, if something, it's not that something's not good, it's just the idea is not ready to, to give to come out and see the light. Um, but um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to work on my next album and I have, I have tons of ideas for that. Um, give, us, just, give us a lyric from the next album. Oh boy. Um, uh, I don't, there's, there's just so many, I can't even wrap my <laughs> mind around them right now. Um, but I'm really excited. Uh, there's two more videos. There's there's a video for this album that is going to come out, uh, Fuck That, which will premiere in the next week or so. Mm -hmm. And then there's one more video that I want to make uh, for this album. And the song is Club Lonely. And then I'll move on to the next album. I like Club Lonely. That's one of my favorites. She's cute, right? I really like that one. So my top were like... I told you was see me and then club lonely and and then butch beat are like my favorites so far oh yeah those are really good i love it so yeah, I, club lonely is a remake uh, of a classic uh, uh a classic house song from the 90s um and uh it's it we redid it for for the children for the children <laughs> <laughs> so like I love the 90s right in the early 2000s and when it yeah. comes to music uh when were you born uh, I was born in a really fun time when <laughs> it was really fun. Music was really cute. 
and uh, you know, she was part of the. She, that. she, she over thirty. <laughs> uh, you'll have to ask around. Inquiring, <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> uh, do they really? Do they ask you a lot? Yeah. Well, I was just wondering because about your music, like just to know like what part of the music you were actually going to listen to the most. Cause I was born in 85, which means I actually got the late nineties and the early two thousands more. Like I can remember those clearly. And yeah. so what I wanted to ask you was like, what is one of your favorite 90 songs? Oh my God. Um, hmm. Let me see. Oh, don't make me do that. Okay. That's look, look, you, look, you, you Google it. And then um, I'm going to ask you another question. Cause I thought it was really ridiculous. Whenever you told me this, not about you, but you said that, um, that whenever you were dancing, that they didn't want you to be gay. I'm like, have you seen these dancers behind these fucking artists? Like how are you exactly. not? I'm like, how do you want them not to be gay when the majority of them are gay? Like I exactly. thought about that. And I was like, who the fuck says that? <laughs> like, please don't be gay. Yeah, seriously. You know, I had I had some of my teachers. Um, Who and was probably gay, right? Uh, well, actually, you know what? They're they're a straight couple, and uh, I don't want to put them on blast. But don't, don't, just don't put them on blast, girl. Just, just don't put them on blast. Yeah. But they're, they're they're working with with a really like top like uh, um, recording artist right now, another Latina recording artist, uh, and they do all their artistic direction. Um, but I remember them telling me in dance class, you know, it was like everyone's dancing and then all of a sudden they're like, <clears throat> okay, we're going to partner up. Um, uh, you guys can, you know, find a partner. The next part of the routine is going to, you, you're going to need pairing, right? So it's okay if we see girl and girl, but we don't want to see boy and boy. So boy, girl or girl, girl, no boy, boy. And I was like, did your hand, did your, did you get that sideways head? Did you do that? Literally, you I, was in, I was in dance class and I was like, okay, homophobia. And then I was like, what is wrong with this picture that like half of the class is gay and no one is saying anything. I was like, no. And that, that anger is what made me like, it fuels me this day, you know? Like I can dance just as butch as, 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 as the straight person, the next straight person. And if not, I could probably do it even better, you know? So like, like I challenge you to like call me out on my masculinity and like my stage presence, uh, you know what I'm saying? And so like, that is what started for me, like taking my own career, you know, in my own hands and kind of proving everyone like, this is just wrong, you know? Yeah, whenever I was looking that up and you said that you had did some Coca-Cola commercials, uh -huh. And uh, I don't know if you said you worked with them, but you threw out the names Maya, Monica, Missy. And I was like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I wanted I was so jealous whenever you said those names, because some of my favorite artists are Monica, Maya and Missy. Like I buy yeah. every Monica album mm -hmm. and Maya. I don't know. I, I wish she would do better. Like yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for her. Yeah. Uh, and then Missy, I just like fucking love as well. I'm just like, yes. Yeah. Like, right? did, did you um, get to work with these girls? Yeah, they were in the commercial. They were the leads of the commercial, and um, I was one of the uh, the uh, featured uh, extras on the video. Uh, I think there was the Coca Cola commercial. It was with Maya, the first one, or was it the second one? But uh, I was I played Maya's makeup artist in the the, the commercial, uh, so it was like a photo shoot inside the commercial and it was like a very like behind the scenes kind of vibe and I was like her stylist 
on set, like making her up while the cameras were rolling. It's so funny so, that you hate makeup and you're the makeup artist. <laughs> I know, but you know what was so funny? That I was I was supposed to be acting like I was painting her face, not actually like dipping the, the brush in the blush and then br brushing her face. So after a few takes, the director comes over and he's like, why are her cheeks like... <laughs> <laughs> There's like circles on her cheeks. There's like one is more pink than the other. And then they were like, oh, you're actually painting her. <laughs> so they, we, we had to like kind of like clean her cheeks up again. But it was so into a drag queen and shit. Yeah. And she was so sweet. She was so nice. She was just kind of like super humble. And then the second one was with 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 Missy um, and Common uh, and um that was long like, commercial, by the way, because I was looking these Coca -Cola, these Coca Cola commercials up, and the Missy Common one was long. Yeah, that one. Um, was was that the one that was? No, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the first one, and then the, the second one was like a street fair. It was like it was like a one take like street fair, and I was like one of the Latin dancers. Uh, and I like the Latin dancers. Latin dancers. <laughs> it was like the role called for Latin dancers. And <laughs> there I was. It's like, um. But yeah, that was fun. And then one of the videos was a, a Maya video. No, a, a Monica video. And I was one of the dancers in that video. So I uh, I wanted to ask you, like, oh, Monica, I love her so much. Uh, so did you Google your 90s song yet? Are you, do, are you Googling it while we're speaking? I'm not Googling because I'm focusing on the questions. But oh, I, okay, okay. I, I, I think, I think so, so like anything Brandy or Monica made in the 90s, like super amazing, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Mariah Carey from the 90s. Um, any house song from the 90s, I'm not going to choose because I'm just like going to shoot myself because I just can't. They're <laughs> all so brilliant. A week from now, you remember the one that you actually love the most. Be like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I, 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 don't, I don't know that that's possible. Like, I don't know that that's possible. There's just so many. So I know you had commented because I'm going to you're talking about um, being in the commercial and dancer and all this good stuff. But you had said something about. Uh, what it is to be Latin in the business. Um, and I don't remember what you're referring to back. I think you're referring to like what Hollywood expects Latin guys to be. Mm -hmm. Like, what is it for, for you as a Latin artist now in your current state? What does it mean to be a Latin artist in the business? Well, well, for me, it's, it's, you know, I'm so complex, you know, and I think a lot of people see, you know, <clears throat> my personality online and, you know, I do play with, you know, like super height, heightened, like, you know, sexuality and like, you know, um, you know, the cha-cha bitch song plays on, you know, being Latin and, and, and just cha-chaing for your life and stuff. But I'm more complex than just, just my ethnicity. You know, I grew up listening, listening to several genres of music. You know, I didn't grow up eating tacos, you know, I... I know, I heard that whenever you're talking oh. to the gay letter or something like that. <laughs> those guys are so awkward. Uh, yeah, you know, those, they're, they're really sweet guys and they mean well and they're a little tongue-in-cheek and, and, and funny, you know, which is what I think they were going for and I think it just came across the wrong way. But um, they've always, you know, been nothing but nice to me and everything like that. Um, and I respect them and they respect me. But, you know, there's this, 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 you know, I was never in a gang growing up. You know, I don't steal, you know, I. I you never stole whenever you're little, like not even like a gun. Oh, you don't like gum, but like I not even like some it. nerds or like some sprees or something. 
No, I mean, I, I may have taken like, like some my, gel chanclas, nothing. I may have taken like my neighbor's like Barbie doll from like her, <laughs> her little toy box and then put it back later. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's just this preconceived notion of like, you know, you know, Latinos and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I, I went to school, you know, I finished school. I went to college. I have an education. You know, and I, I have I, I have one that I want you to answer and feel free to like not answer because it's very personal. Because okay. whenever you said it was you were first generation Mexican, the first thing I said, oh, he uncut. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's the first thing I read because like that's all because I'm very like when it comes to like a, whether a man's intact or not, like for some reason, like I just always find that interesting when it comes to like Mexicans, because like lately, like some of them are like getting um, like a uh, uh, People that I've known are like who are Mexicans, they're they're like starting to circumcise their babies. Uh and then like that's like odd because then like you hear about like the more culture, like the white side is is not doing it as much. So I just found it interesting for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I like how you avoid the question, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was keep going, keep going. You don't have to answer. It's very personal. No, I was gonna answer that, but then I was like, oh, that that's very scruff territory. Is she cut or uh, cut? Um, oh girl, hold on. Did I have these? Um, uh, it's a hundred. It's a. It's a. I, I don't. I don't have an official name for it yet. It depends on many. Like it's like a 10, 15, 20, 25. It depends. So I have these list of a hundred NS uh, not safe for work questions. And so like you pick like ten or however many you want, and you feel free to answer. Like you don't have to answer like one or two of them. And then so I want to play. I like to play that game with people who do like more adult work. Like you, I feel like doing adult work. And I feel like you wouldn't be shy from these questions. Okay. Do you want to play them afterwards? <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. What was it gonna say? You were um, gonna answer the question because uh, you're first well, generation I, I Mexican. Getting, I was getting back to the question at hand. The question <laughs> was at hand was you know like the, uh, being Latino in Hollywood and, and and that and everything like that. You know, and and another thing like I I the the thing that I have you know is like especially like with with this round of like this album being more Latin and everything like that. I wanted to kind of play with the idea of what people think I should look like. I'm like, oh, so you think that I should be this like Latino, like sombrero wearing, like cha-cha queen. Okay, well, I'm gonna do it on my turns and it's gonna look like this and it's gonna be colorful and we're gonna play it up and we're gonna just like, you know, have a good time with it. And it's like not, it's like not so serious, you know? So have like- Have you gotten any shit from like Mexicans from that or any like people that you know? You know, I've gotten I've gotten people uh, uh, be upset with the um, the mariachi outfit, and I think it's more of like I think it just comes with like internalized homophobia because you know it's like taking something that's traditional and wearing it. But like my dad would wear like he would dress us up in like these outfits when we were little, and nobody had a problem with it. We were walking around and we were just like proud, you know, walking down La Placita Olvera in, in East LA, you know, with like our, 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 these clothes. And it was like, it was fun. But the minute I- Were they, were they like bright and kind of like sequenced like back then I mean, when you were little? Well, no, there were, I mean, there were like traditional colors at that time, like black and, you know, maybe like navy and stuff like that. But I'm like the same person. I was gay then. I'm gay now. So like- when I wear this outfit, does that mean that I'm not supposed to move? I'm not supposed to dance? 
And if I dance, is there a specific way that I'm supposed to dance that doesn't make you offended? So if it's just the way I'm dancing in it, it's because I'm dancing feminine. So then the issue is homophobia. It's not the, it's not my heritage and it's not the, the garment. It, this is about homophobia. So let's talk about that. I'll talk about that all day long. But like when you're saying that like, you know, I'm making fun of my race, my culture, like how so? So if I'm wearing it and I'm standing still, I'm respecting my culture. But the minute I move, you have a problem with it. How am I supposed to move? So then that's, you're trying to censor me. And you're, t you're telling me that the way I move is feminine. So should I move masculine? And then you won't have a problem with it? Like, what's this really about? You know, that's, that's, that's what I've gotten um, as far as, as that, you know. But I also get underestimated, like, within our own, my own community, like, you know, within the gay community, when, when I go to do these shows and I'm doing sound check, you know, maybe the sound guy doesn't, is not familiar with my work or the event producer is not familiar with my work, you know, cause obviously the people that book me know, but like these people, they're like, oh, well, here comes this queen in a mariachi outfit. You know, she's probably, <laughs> not, she's probably not that good. She's just going to sing a boring traditional song. And like, you know, it's like, oh, so archaic. And like, we're going to like be bored. And then I go up there and it's like the total opposite. And it's like house music and I'm dancing and I'm singing live and I do three different costume changes. And they're like, oh my God, you know? And so like, that's, that's what I want to accomplish. I want people to see me in this like, you know, specific ideal role that they have envisioned for me. And then I want to rip it apart and get out of it and have them see that transition and, and think the next time that they see some, someone who's Latin, someone who's, you know, wearing a traditional garment, they'll think differently about them and say, oh, well, maybe this is not the preconceived notion that I have about them, you know? And so if, if, of course, you know, you're going to piss people off regardless of what you're doing. So like, you know, it just kind of comes with the territory, but I'm living my life and that's that. You I'm know? like snapping my <laughs> fingers and snapping my neck, like in silence over here. Like, yes, bitch, yes. <laughs> I'm living my life, honey. What are you doing? You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I know you, um, you have, you speak, do you speak Spanish, right? Because I've do. heard you do like um some interviews and there's a little, I think some of your lyrics have some Spanish in it. Yeah, um, I, um, I write it. Yes. So, uh, do you ever plan on doing like a, an actual like any traditional like um Latin music like mariachi music or you know tejano or anything like that or and like um a full fledged like Spanish song? Um, if I do, it's gonna be on my own terms and it'll definitely be updated the way I want to do it. You know, it's like, um. I always have to put my own my own spin on 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 things. I will say I will, I, say, I, I will be yeah. mad if you don't do a country song because I know you had mentioned something about country and I was like, <laughs> oh, he better go there. He better fucking go there. Yes, I mean it would be so cute, wouldn't it? Like I would I would eat it up because I love country music and I'm just like, oh, fuck. I want to see AB's interpretation of like country. Like that would be so and just the outfit alone, like. How ridiculous is he going to come out? You know, just, yes. I just yes. want to be amazed. Like, and do I, it. Or I'm going to be so mad. And that's the thing, too. You know, like, there's so much homophobia within the music industry, within these different genres of music, from rap to country to pop, you know, to Latin music. There's so much homophobia within all these genres. And, you know, it, it, it'd be beautiful to go in there and kind of stir things up in each category and just kind of like change the game and then let it let it be done and be like, OK, there it is. 
there you go, kids. Now y'all can have, then all of a sudden, a whole slew of country artists will come out and then they'll be gay. You know, a whole slew of artists will come out in the Latin community and be gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that, that's what I hope to inspire with my music. I feel like you do already, you know? Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. So um, how many gay artists have you met that just inspired you like and to do stuff even better? Because I, I saw you post that video, Summertime, Got Me Like or something, or things with the title is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were featured on there. That's a good song, by the way. Yeah, very cute, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, so who are some of your favorite, like, gay artists that are doing their thing out there that you're just like, wow? You know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of people that um, that are just out and gay and doing their thing, you know? I've always respected Coswell. Um, I've, you know, I love Jante. Jante, I feel... Um, Can I tell you what I my friend said? Yeah. Okay, because he goes, uh, sorry to interrupt you, but <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, you know you know they fuck because Coswell loves them Latin boys. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> Co Coswell's a complete sweetheart, total sweetheart, very respectful. Um, and I actually just met him recently on the, on the shoot uh, of that video, Summer Got Me Like, which was what, like last month? Yeah, it was not too long ago. Yeah, and contrary to popular belief, um, I mean, we've, we've been compared a lot, uh, you know, for years and stuff, uh, but we had never actually met. No, I lied. I lied. I had met him in New York, but like we never really had, it was just in passing. We never really had time to like work together. So this was the first time we worked together. Sorry, my mistake. Um, and so, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. He's totally sweet. I respect him. Um, I, uh, Nomi Ruiz is a, uh, artist out of New York. Um, she's a singer that I really respect. I love her vibe. What was her name? Um, Nomi Ruiz. Nomi. She was, um, formerly in a group called Jessica Six. Uh, was, was... Oh my God. I saw them play in South by Southwest once. Uh, Jessica yeah. Six is the transgender, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, she was so fucking amazing. She's awesome. Her voice is amazing. Uh, we did a show together in uh, Barcelona a few years back, um, and I fell in love with her. Um, I love RuPaul. I think, you know, what he's done for gay culture is just, like, completely groundbreaking. Uh, mad respect. Um, I like whenever he was on, oh, I forgot the name of the show. He, she was like, oh, no, no, I'm the drag queen. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. I was like, you, I tell mean, me, bitch. <laughs> you know, she's she's one of the first that, that, that you know, was was in, in, in mainstream culture from supermodel, you know, back in the day. And I mean, like, come on, like, you know, it's just like, she's a legend. She's a legend. So, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> did you get starstruck whenever? Well, not to say you don't really get starstruck, but but did you? Was there any kind of emotion you felt whenever you met her? Uh, I was really, uh, I was starstruck actually the first time I met her, um, and um, she was so sweet. When we were able, when we got into the studio uh, a few years later to work together, it was just uh, a very you know down to earth experience. Just you know, um, two artists collaborating she's so wise he's super sweet uh so amazing and uh we just kind of worked well together that's so awesome like how, does she open a lot of doors for you uh yeah she opens a lot of doors for a lot of people because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I know you had said like someone had asked you what was some of the advice that she gave you and you were like um something i forgot what did she what did you say something about like be ready because there's always another queen trying to take your spot or something like that. 
Yeah, she said, she said, um, there's always one queen. There's always a queen that just arrived at the Hollywood and station, Hollywood and Highland station here in Hollywood, which is like one of the train stations here, um, uh, in the center of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So she said, you know, there's always someone ready. There's always someone that just arrived, you know, so you gotta, you know, seize the day, seize your opportunity. Whenever, uh, you, you know, Todrick Hall, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know how he put out the um that hour video? I was like, ooh, AB, your turn. What, what <laughs> hour video? Yeah, there was like that was his his take on the Wizard of Oz. So it's called um, it was like a a video of like a music video. It's like an hour music video, and I forget what it's called, but he. Oh, I he, haven't seen it. Yeah, so Did it's it just come out. I think so. Yeah, so it has um like a few famous people inside of it, okay. and it's like uh, he does like these different genres of um of songs, but it's kind of like with the backdrop of Wizard of Oz. You know, like it's like oh, okay. inspired by that. I don't know the title of it, but I'm pretty sure it'd be the first thing you pop up whenever, uh, whenever you like Google his name or something. Okay. But whenever I th when I saw that, I was like, I remembered that he had told that to you, and I was like, oh shit, AB, watch out, Constantine's coming for your spot. You know. She had, she had said that? Oh, 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 because what no, you thought? No, I yeah. thought that. You know, there's room for everyone, and nobody, yeah. nobody does what I do, you know? <laughs> no one, you can only do you the best you can, so, you know, there's room for everyone. I will say, though, like, some people are not as, um, and I don't want to diss her, but, like, some people just try to take up so much of the spotlight and just don't give people their turn, because I was watching, while I was watching the videos of you, uh, you were with, um... The season eight RuPaul, um, the cuckoo girl, what's her name? Cynthia Lee Fontaine? Yes. And you were doing this uh, interview and it was like you and her, and I forgot this, the one guy who dresses up in drag, he's really quirky and funny. Damiana. I, I don't, maybe that's her name. Yeah. And yeah. like, and Cynthia just kind of like hogged up all the like time. And I was just like, dang, Cynthia, like let him, like fucking AB talk too. Like chill out. Why are you like taking the spotlight? I was like. Come on, like, did, whenever, do you notice that a lot? Like, where people just try to, like, take away? Um, You know, sometimes people get nervous while they're doing press. Um, and then it's also, you know, you're, it's a long day and, like, you're trying to get everyone in, you know, while you're doing press. And, you know, the people interviewing sometimes, you know, just kind of get a little flustered and don't know what to ask. So, so sometimes you come across, you know, just, like, a really fast interview or like an interview that kind of goes left and you know they don't know how to reel it back in uh but you know i stand there and look cute and wait for my <laughs> <turn>. <laughs> i kind of felt like you would give a side eye every once in a while like shit bitch come on <laughs> well you know she was just answering the questions uh and uh yeah she's she a total was so loud though i was like you can <laughs> like bajale dos like how do you say bajale dos raitos like i was like calm down girl just a notch, just a yeah, notch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you, you know, you do the best that you can. It, it's it's really interesting because, you know, sometimes, you know, you get filmed and you do these interviews and then people don't see what happens behind the scenes or what happened right before the camera went on. So there's a lot of things that happen, you know, in this industry behind the scenes and you just kind of, you know, sometimes it, it on camera it looks different. And so, you know. I just, you know, you do what you can. You do what you can. How do you recharge? I feel like, I feel like just researching you. I got so tired by like how busy you are. I was like, shit, girl, like, what's you... working? <laughs> like, she's... thankfully too, right? Like, I just feel like you're you're doing your thing and you're doing it well. But like, how do you recharge from all that? Yeah, she's been working really hard. I mean, I I I quit my job to focus on music since 2010. 
And, you know, I've been, I've been working really hard on both coasts and, and doing everything my own and writing and directing. Um, I'm, uh, I love staying home. I'm a big homebody. I stay home. I walk my dog. I go to the gym. I, I love to cook. I just, I, I, I enjoy my solitude. Um, what do you then, cook? I cook anything that's fast and simple. <laughs> Macaroni, <laughs> cheese, hard-boiled eggs. Yes, girl. Um, Roman noodles, pasta. Girl, yes. <laughs> um, and so I just like to decompress. I love my solitude. I like to hide out for days at a time and, and uh, you know, just kind of regain, you know, my strength. And, and I, I get a lot of creativity from my solitude, quiet time and stuff. Um, and then also because, you know, once it's time to hit it and I'm out there, it's very social. It's a lot of travel. It's a lot of being on. So, um, Is that something you had to learn, um, like being social? No, I've, I've always been outgoing. Yeah. I've always been outgoing actually. So um, you, sh you like, I will take it though. You shine in like huge groups cause like the pride and all these different events. I imagine if you didn't, you would be like so awkward, you know? Right. Yeah. I, and, and I What's think your that, dog's name, by the way? His name is Spike. Oh, yeah. Because he's like pokey or like, why do you call him Spike? He's just so tiny, but he's like a, a feisty little like, like he's just like a big guy. Like he's like a big little monster. <laughs> so tiny, but just like he'll just like spike you. <laughs> sounds like it's like sounds like you. So I mean, I've never met you in person. I'd, I'd imagine you're a small guy, but it's like kind of I thought of you whenever you said that. Yeah, yeah. How tall are you? Five seven. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's not too. That's like too short, not too tall. Yeah, people think people think I'm like four four one. What? Because, well, well, because it's always like you know on video next to these you know uh, drag queens, you know they've got heels and then they've got the hair, so then it makes me look short. But I'm just like, girl, like you know. <laughs> I thought you were. I thought you were like five ten. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's my personality. <laughs> no, girl, your personality is like six, seven. Like, don't even yeah. <laughs> You have a lot of personality. Like, when are you going to have your own show is what I'm going to figure out. I feel like you can have your own show. You know, all in time, all in time. Like, we're in talks with RuPaul about it. <laughs> there, there, there's been talks and things and things. And so we'll see. We'll see. You know, all the right time, the right time. I would watch that show. I think that'd be so fun. If you had your own show, like, what kind of show would you want to do? Oh. <sighs> Like a dating one, like next. I don't know. There'd be so many things. It would be like a lot of things. Like a variety show. Maybe. Like Who a knows? late, like a late night show. That would be fun. Like a yeah. Oprah show. I want to be the next Oprah. Yes, Queen. <laughs> it would have to be somewhere, something where I perform too, because I really love performing. Like, I don't think like a lot of people like when they come to the live show, they're like oh my god like that was so amazing i didn't know like you could perform like that you know like if, if it's one thing that i could do for the rest of my life and it would just be like to perform on stage dance on stage that and do videos you know um i just really love performing have you seen that new show that nicole sershinger's on no so it's it's like a variety show and she uh like performs on it as well so she'll do like a lot of these games and she'll be singing on a lot of them and oh, cute. yeah, it is. And I was like, oh, shoot, she's I forgot how she I forgot she was actually a good singer not just like a pretty face and a good dancer. 
oh yeah, that girl is like, she's <gasps> the one. I like, know, right? Yeah. It's and just, she, the sass and attitude she got too. I'm just like, yes, girl, I love she, it. She's gorgeous without makeup. That's her own hair. She can dance. She can sing. Like, come on now. I, I know. I love it. So, so uh, like, I was going to ask you, and because there was, like, actually no time for me to actually just bring it up. But, like, do you, like, for us little, like, regular folks, like, and seeing you out there, it's so inspiring, and you're just, like, so handsome. Like, does AB get rejected in, like, the dating scene? Um, I get rejected by assholes that don't have, <laughs> <laughs> that don't have an open mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, um, I mean, I... I was dating for, for like, I was in a relationship and then, you know, like, um, is that hard? Like trying to do your thing and be in a relationship? Um, not with the right person. Um, I think the relationship was hard, uh, just in general. Uh, but that was for other reasons. Uh, but, um, rejection, I don't know. Rejection is, I wouldn't say I get rejected. I would say that some people are not, open to the idea of all of this you know <laughs> like girl, you can put it however you want to make you sleep I, at night girl I think, I think some people are really close-minded and only stick to like a specific type that they have envisioned for themselves um and don't try from the whole buffet um and i think that's that's i see that a lot you know but um no one has ever complained, honey. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, girl. Tell me. Yes, girl. So, so uh, did I ever, I think you said you didn't have a, I was going to, when I was looking you up, you said you didn't have a favorite sex position. Like, have you, do you have one yet? Oh, she's going for the scruff grinder questions. Oh, girl, I, I go, I, you know, I was trying to keep it light and like, let you introduce me. Let, I'm, I just want to like slowly introduce you to all of this, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. You know, cause she where, ain't scared to go did, and ask, like, I'm going to have my Barbara Walters moment, girl. I'm going to get where, this juice. Where did I say that I didn't have a, a favorite position? That, that never came out of my mouth. Honey, bet. She has positions. Bet, bet. <laughs> I wrote this down in my notebook. I said, oh, he said he didn't have a favorite position, but I like, I want to ask him if he had one now. I think it's Since he a hoe now, taking off I... all his clothes. Okay. <laughs> putting it all on YouTube. Yes. All these boys touch it. Like, yes. I want to ask him. Yes. <laughs> like, I, think, I think it depends on the guy. Okay. So that, so t technically you still, you still don't really have a favorite sexual position. It, it it depends what role I'm taking. Okay, let's let's do this. Okay, if you're I if, hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're giving it right. You have him on. Let's see. Like we're say it's a kitchen table because you had a nice dinner. You had a couple drinks and you can't wait. Right? You toss them on the table, and like, what's your favorite angle to hit it? Okay, so if I'm topping, I think he would have to be on his back, and if I'm bottoming, I would have to. It would probably have to be doggy. Okay, okay, okay. See, I see. I've, I like. I've met guys who like really like to be on their on their back, and you hit it like on top right there. You know, mm -hmm. that's why they like you to hit it. You know. Uh huh. I mean, I don't know. Right? I don't have sex a lot, so I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> so doggy style, like on the floor or like on the bed with the ass up, him off the bed, like on all fours, just the back arch to the most. Um, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> with, with like, do you do it like a question. Like with a jock strap, or is it kind of like you get on naked and stuff? Yeah, suits. Yeah. Uh, 
Wait, what was that? I said, do you do you like do it with like a jaw strap on, like the toys and stuff? Do you like bro play? No, no, no toys. Just, 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 just pull out. <laughs> All right. Next question. Let me see. <laughs> let, me, let me go through these uh, these questions real quick. I think go. I just had one more, and then we could do the uh, not safe for work because I told you it's just going to be an hour long, but we're a little over an hour long. I've just been enjoying our conversations. You're so fun. Oh, thank you, babe. Yeah. No, I hope we could do it again whenever your next album comes out and stuff, you know? Okay, cute. Yeah, I'm done. Uh, let's see. Uh, I had one more, but like I was going to, oh, okay. So, um, so you had mentioned that you, that you're independent, right? So you do all your stuff yourself. You fund, you kickstart, like, and you had mentioned that you really didn't want a record deal. Cause, oh, there's a couple of questions. One, do you, is it hard for you to get ordered around? Because I feel like you're a very strong personality. You know what you want. I would say yes, but I'm gonna let you answer. And then two, like, I feel like you can have a boss, right? And two, uh, would you, would you be still, are you open to the record deal? Would you like let that entity in and kind of, kind of guide your, 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 the rest of your career? Yeah, I would love a record deal. Um, the right record deal. Um, I, I take direction well. Um, I, uh, have a very strong vision uh and i don't want to compromise that vision so i have a hard time with people uh that don't know what they're doing trying to tell me what to do uh but yeah like i i take direction well um i like to be selfless when i'm working on a project and and try and take corrective criticism from from my collaborators and stuff uh, but I have a very specific vision with my work. It's not about, you know, just making money and making hits and, and viral video after viral video after viral video. Like, I have something to say, you know? And if that becomes viral and if I make a lot of money from, from those projects, then that's a bonus, you know? But I want to inspire change within our, our, our community. I want to, you know, erase homophobia as much as, as we can. Um, it's not a vain endeavor. Uh, I, I, I really want to, you know, um, inspire my community um, and the way people see us. Um, that, that's my one main goal first. And if, if I can create a, a, <clears throat> a team on board that sees that vision first, then, then we're all on board. And I think that when you do what you love and you're so passionate about what you do, you, there's no, there's no uh, other outcome than amazing work. And when you make amazing work, money and fame and awards, that, that'll come. And that's a bonus. But I'm not doing it for the fame or the money or, or the viral hits. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I, I, I think it's important um, that the, the right record deal gets that and understands that. that that's, that's my vision, you know? Is your mom proud of you? She is proud. I, I would yeah. be so proud of you if you were my child. I was like, God, he is so talented and smart. <laughs> yeah, she's she she she's talented. Uh, she's talented. She's she's proud. She she may not say it sometimes, you know, because I'm you know running around here and there and uh, but, <laughs> with your nachos uh, all hanging out and shit. Okay. Like. <laughs> uh, sometimes she 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 doesn't understand, uh, but but she she does understand. Like she knows what I'm doing. So. Uh, She's she's proud. I love her. When's the next time um, you're going to come to Austin? You know, I was just there. I did a, a talk at the University of Austin and then <gasps> I did a show. Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, I did a show for the Susia Collective. Um, 
whatchamacallit. Um, and then I did like a three, I, I went to San Antonio and then I did a show in Houston. And then I was just back in Houston, like I, at the end of May. Um, who knows? I don't have anything planned, um, but I am going to Dallas uh, July 23rd. I'm gonna write this down, where are you going? Yeah, I'll be at- Is the, that a weekend? It is, it's, it's a Saturday. Uh, I'm performing at the um, uh, Impulse Group Dallas uh, Down to Flow 2 party. It's like a huge outdoor party uh, for Impulse Group Dallas. And I think it's from one to six and uh, there'll be a meet and greet and she's giving you like full show, eight songs. It's hosted by Chris Sapphire. There's gonna be a Marco Marco like fashion show. It's gonna be cute. You should come if you oh can. Oh God, I'm gonna try to go. I usually work all day Saturdays, but that just sounds so fun. And I like, I would love to just like uh, shake your hand and say hi. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it's. Uh, I get a lot of requests for for uh, for Texas. Um, so when I come out, you know, the kids need to come out because you never know when she's gonna return. To get a new outfit and everything. Oh my <laughs> you God. Know, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're ready to play the Nazi folk work questions. Fine, let's do it. Oh, girl, you don't have to. It's okay. No, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, okay, okay. So it's one through a hundred, and you pick uh pick a number, and I will read the question off of it. Oh, and we're, we're doing a hundred. No, it's uh, it's one through a hundred. We're not gonna do all of them. You pick a number, and okay. I read the question, and you answer it. Okay, six. Okay, so do you love to have your ass eaten out? Sure. <laughs> Can I tell you a story sure. about me? Um, sure. So, like, I'm messing with this dude, and mind you, this is like probably the finest dude I've ever met in my entire life. Sweetest guy too. Like, I never met. Like, you ever meet guys where they're like, oh, he's he like where they're super gorgeous, but they're assholes. Mm -hmm. And I, I hate those ones. This one's like the complete opposite, but super gorgeous, right? He goes sit on my face, and I was like, what? And he goes sit on my face, and I never had anyone tell me to sit on their face. I was like, okay. So, mm -hmm. uh, so I, I go put my hands on the headboard. I sit in his face and 30 seconds later, he's like, uh, he's like, okay, stop. I goes, I can't even get past all that hair. I was like, oh my God. I said, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he said that to you? Yeah. But he was like super sweet about it. Like he didn't, like, I didn't care and he didn't really care. Okay. All right. He wasn't being rude about it. Yeah. I was like, maybe I should take, maybe I should trim myself a little bit. Are you like, I know, like, I know you don't like to shave, right? Mm -hmm. Do you, do you trim yourself around all your private areas? No, I mean, I may trim down a little, like once a year, just to kind of keep keep it like, you know, tamed. But I, I definitely don't wet shave or like clothes shave. Ugh, that's so gross. I hate that. Yeah. All right, next question. Pick a number. Nine. Oh, she going from the beginning. Hold on. Do you like mild roughness, like scratching, spanking, hair pulling? Mild, sure, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not for that. I'm just like, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. Go another one. Uh, Shit, you answer these quick. We'll just go through all of them. He's like, 69. <laughs> <laughs> you can make me flip these pages. Hold on. I had them in my phone, but I decided to write them down because some of them were so stupid. Say, <laughs> what do you dislike about your body? Um, like, nothing. Um, um, <laughs> I can't find anything. Sorry. <laughs> no, well, no, that's that's good. That's good. Mm -hmm. So, uh, next question. Uh, thirty-one. Okay. Thirty-one. Is that how old you are? 
Maybe. <laughs> does uh, does your penis curve? No, it does not. Oh, that's interesting. I love a curved penis. Those are my favorite. All right, girl. I know, right? <laughs> Do you like a curved penis? Uh, actually, I did have a guy with a curved penis, and he hit it right, honey. Ooh. <laughs> Want to say his name? He would hit it right. Uh, I forgot. How many long-term um, relationships have you had, like, actual boyfriends? Uh, long-term meaning more than two months. <laughs> it's it meaning it, it important to you, like, as an important person you would uh, let's see. claim as a boyfriend, you know? I would say five. Oh, very nice. How many people have you slept with? How many what? People have you slept with? 10,000. <gasps> <Girl. laughs> I mean, I don't judge you. I mean, is like, it's all girl? you. Is that what she wants, girl? She wants the juice, girl? <laughs> I have, like, I'm in the, I think I'm in the, like, late 20s or early 30s. and But I have met someone who was, like, in the 400s. And I was like, I don't even have the energy for all of that shit. I'm like, I come once and I'm good. Like, I don't, can't even, <laughs> I can't handle 400. I, right. don't, I don't count. <laughs> What's your next question? Next number. Oh. Um, 22. All right, I'll do one more after this, and then I'll uh, and then I'll let you go. Okay. All right. So, when did you start masturbating? Oh, that's a boring one. I don't yeah. like that one. Yeah. When did you lose your virginity? I was 16. Oh, when you came out, was it that yeah. boy? That boy? Yeah, that boy, girl, that boy. <laughs> <laughs> was he cute? Of course, he was cute. Oh, girl, my first one was. Ugly girl. No, oh, not cute. Cute girl. He was stocky and everything. No, really. Let me tell you how mine went down. Okay. So girl. yeah. So I was 22, and uh, I was like, okay, it's time, right? I went up to. I was like, went up to a dude. I was like, tonight you're coming over and you're fucking me. He's like, what? I was like, do I? Have to I was like, tonight you're coming over. And you're fucking me. He goes, uh, okay. Comes over, hits it, and mind you, I'm 22. I'm new to this. I didn't really know what like how to how to what to things to do. I'm like I'm like brand new, right? And so I go, okay, my turn. He goes, no. I go, what? I open my door. I said, get the fuck out. I okay. was like, how yeah. rude. I was like, rude. yeah. I was like, get the fuck rude. out of my house. So rude. he left. And I was like, I waited 22 years for this caca bullshit. I was so mad because it was bad. I went up to him the next week. I was like, you're coming over and you're fucking me right this time. He goes, okay. And he fucked me right the second time, but he still didn't let me fuck him. But that was like it. I was like, bye after that. Okay. All but right. he had to do me right, though. I was like, don't come at yeah, me wrong. Right. No. right. Don't do that. Yeah. Do it right. Do it right. right. Okay. Yeah. Do, do um one more. Okay. One more. Uh, 88. 88. Okay. So it is best sex story. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> oh. I'm not asking you to tell names. Mm, best sex story. Mm. You want to oh. skip it? You want to skip it? We'll go to another one. Yeah, yeah, because okay, there's yeah. so many. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> okay, go to another number. 91. Okay, 91. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. Would you ever, like, would you ever date someone if they cheat on you? Would you continue the relationship? You know what? No. Uh, once you, once you uh, break trust, it's just hard to get back. Yeah, I agree. It's just like it's, so it's, tough, right? It's just done. I mean, you can forgive and forget, but like, 
just trust. Trust is like a big thing. And once it's broken, it's broken. It's like trying to iron a flat piece of paper. Once you wrinkle it, it'll never be flat again. Yeah, it's very true. I never, that's a good analogy. Like I never think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for all the people that want to um, look you up on Twitter, you're AB Soto Music. On Instagram, you're AB Soto and yeah. absoto.com. Correct. Right. Anything, any, and then she on Facebook, but she never says what her name is on Facebook. She always says, and she on Facebook and she also on Tumblr. She's on Facebook as AB Soto and then Tumblr is, is absoto.tumblr.com, I think. Yeah. Girl, I was going to, I was going to reblog on Tumblr, but I was like, oh shit, my Tumblr is so nasty. I didn't want to like have my shit pop up on there and be like, <laughs> oh my God, right? So I was like, I'm just going to leave Tumblr alone. Tumblr is so nasty. <laughs> it is. I love it. It's fine. Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. I love it. I'm into it. <laughs> all right, Avi, I just want to thank you so much for chatting with me. And I wish you all the best of, um, in your life and everything in your career. Thank you so much, honey. It was a pleasure. Uh, I had so much fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a good day. Okay. Oh, hey, you're yeah. going to be in, in um, San Diego Pride, right? Oh, yes. Oh, my San God. San, San Diego Pride is July 17th. Okay. So I probably won't post this um, to like three weeks from now. Because okay. I have a couple of schedules, but like three weeks um out from now, like are you gonna do you have anything planned that you wanna like say? Three weeks from now, uh I also have uh Jersey City Pride, which is August twenty third, and then I'll be uh doing like a three day uh uh Northern Cali tour again in September, September third, fourth and fifth, San Jose, Sacramento, something like that. So stay tuned. Oh nice. And when's the fourth album coming out? Uh, soon. <laughs> <laughs> no date, no date yet. But all right, Avi. Uh, you take care, all right? And have a good day. Thank you so much. All right, no problem. Bye. Bye.